0: I am a Schmeer pen, pooper, Truman Miguel, and I approve this message. All the dirties, Jake cares, Jake brings, I'll take, one last brown trophy for, my ass, always, I know. I'll be second best at this show. Watching, waiting, Mom, I'm commiserating. Say it ain't so. If I were you, show the golden mic is ready for me to carry home. Na 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 you can't just na na say na 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 nah, na you gotta na
2: tell me why I didn't get it. You gotta tell me na why na I've been getting certainties this na whole time. You can't just it's arbitrary. My
0: name is Josh Valerie tips and I am straight chucked to receive the golden mic for that sick lick of a post-chorus. <laughs> Hell of a cover.
1: This guy doesn't give a shit about anything, really.
0: Who does?
1: <laughs> uh, this guy, Jordan Holmes, writes in from Canada, does not mention coronavirus at all. He's just happy of himself.
0: It had to have been before before the virus. No, this was sent pre-virus yesterday. recording. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Canada is a different it's a it's a, it's a different world, yeah. brother.
1: And uh we're living in a different world than we were last week, but thank you to Jordan Holmes for writing in that theme song. Indeed. So, just a week ago we did the the first post-coronavirus episode where I called you audio was a little muffled cuz we didn't really know how to record since then we've upgraded to by the way
0: i i knew how to record i i knew how to do it yeah i record remote all the time okay so that's that's actually going to be a turdy turdy on your ass (laughs) i hate to i had to do it so early in the corona days when we should all be banding together and looking out for one another but you're gonna you're gonna get a turdy for lumping me in with you there um anywho let's try to stay positive because it's all we got
1: yeah this one this episode hopefully sounds better I got a microphone we're using Zencaster to figure out like a remote recording for me from my house without having to go into the
0: office correct and you're doing great so far
1: how has your week been since like the first few days where there was so much uncertainty we just didn't know what the hell would happen now a little more clarity, it might not be good news or bad news, um, but at least we are we have a little more clarity as to what situation we're in
0: yeah, it's interesting that I don't feel more clarity if anything it feels it feels more serious it, I'm like it it feels a little more dire, but it doesn't feel any more clear to me.
1: oh, interesting, yeah, for me. The first few days were like, oh my god, this is a disaster. We're heading towards this iceberg, and I don't know what it means, what the data will show, if quarantining will help, how much it'll help. And now it's been a week of staying indoors, and uh, I guess the initial shock has worn off, and now I'm just sort of hunkered down like a crazy person in a a closet with a rifle waiting for the the bad part to come.
0: Right. I guess that doesn't feel... Does that feel like clarity to you? It feels like... I guess maybe in a, in its own weird way, but I, I feel like there's new things that we're unclear about. Yeah,
1: there are definitely new things, but the I guess the landscape is a little. It went, you know, when like porn used to old photos, photos used to like show you a blurry version, and then the resolution would get sharper and sharper. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the the porn that we're seeing is the scary future, and that vision is getting sharper and sharper.
0: So you can you're starting to be able to get off to it. Yeah.
1: So I'm reading all the data about what situation is happening all around the world and I'm trying to nut to it.
0: But isn't like all of the all of the data that we're learning and all the all of the expert opinions and stuff, it's like mostly their guesses. It's like this is worst case, this is best case. We don't entirely know what uh, what we're headed for.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of wait and see. And a lot of the things that we're waiting and seeing on is happening right now. And there's always a little delay. Like it takes a few days to get sick once you have it. So all these quarantines that have happened in the last seven days, we won't know the results until next week. And we'll see how many people are in the hospital today versus a week from today. Right. But until then we're self-isolating and self-quarantining. I assume you are too.
0: Um, Yeah, yeah. I'm self-isolating. I am social distancing. I am sitting in my apartment and I'm slowly losing my mind or quickly losing my (laughs) mind. Or I'm sort of like losing my mind and then recovering it multiple times a day. The highs and lows. Yeah, I think it's, it's it's definitely the highs and lows. And sometimes I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm never like, this is good. But sometimes I'm like, all right, I think this is what I need. I need a regimen. I need a schedule. I need to be a little more zen. I need to do yoga. I need to do this. And then sometimes I'm just like laying on the couch, refreshing Twitter, being like, this is despicable. This is so bad. How will it ever get better? You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Has your schedule been like that of a, a crazy person? Like, are you waking up in the middle of the night? Are you going to bed super late? Are you like,
0: mostly the same.
1: Midnight to 8 a.m.
0: It's definitely not the same. One thing I stopped doing, which I think was like a little bit helpful to me, was like setting an alarm in the morning. I'm like waking up between 8 and 10. And I'm just like not kind (laughs) of... The world sucks too much for me to like be tired or in a bad mood. So I just like I kind of wake up naturally and then (laughs) uh, ease into my day. Um, That's a good
1: tip even for the future.
0: Yeah, and I've been doing things. It's like that I should have been doing all along. Like the my like morning stretches and recovery exercises for my foot. Uh, I used to sort of rush through them if I had to get into the office or uh, bring Jill to the ferry or something. And now I just wake up when I wake up, and then I do my foot exercises. Yeah. So it's my day starts off good every morning. That's nice. Uh, And then it. Then it goes downhill.
1: How's your sleep qualities? Would you say it's roughly the same?
0: Yeah, I think it is roughly the same. That's nice. Maybe if, if anything, it's a little harder to fall asleep because I don't do as much during the day. Yeah. But uh, I haven't had a ton of trouble falling asleep, honestly. Have you? Uh,
1: I haven't had trouble falling asleep. My issue is when I wake up at like, you know, you, the pre-wake up when it's like 6.58 and you check your clock and you just go back to bed because you can. Mm-hmm. I've been like, oh, 6:58. Let's see what's going on. Oh my god. Oh god, a senator has it. Oh shit. Look at the death toll in Italy. <laughs> All right, it's 7:15. I'm awake. I'll just wake up.
0: Yeah. And the I mean the problem with that is that you're not only just waking up slightly before you're ready. You're waking up and and sort of being alert to the bad news.
1: Yeah. You're there's no uh keeping the phone in the other room and having an hour to myself every morning. It's more like the bad news rips me out of bed. Yeah, that's grabs what you me by want. my collar, throws me on the floor, and starts yelling stats.
0: That's your fix. <laughs> you start mainline, mainlining, mainlining t- shitty Twitter <laughs> as soon as you wake up.
1: I'm, I'm, uh, I find myself like almost addicted, craving the information, the facts, the stories. But as I send it to friends, uh, I'm. Some of them give me pushback, like, don't send me this shit. I don't want to know this shit. I want to, like, stay off of it, get a day or two or even an hour or two away. Are you more like, don't Mm. tell me this stuff, ignorance is bliss? Or are you more like me, where it's like, it makes me feel more comfortable in a way to know all this stuff?
0: It definitely doesn't make me feel more comfortable to know it. But I'm also not like, hey, don't tell me anything. I don't need to know. I'm trying to be happy while I'm quarantined. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sort of like, I know that, like, learning about it is like kind of useful helpful but also it definitely depresses me yeah um there's also though like not really anything that i can personally do so so also like to an extent i'm just like you know what i don't need to look at this chart of everyone that has it in america right now <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. what good is that doing to all old Hurwitz here uh, especially
1: so, especially because you're in the epicenter. Yeah.
0: I mean that has been that's it's it's been tough like I don't know, it's there's everybody has this kind of like shelter in place, right? But like I keep on fantasizing about just having a slightly bigger place. And I have a nice apartment. Yeah. But I <laughs> I certainly wish I Right now, I would not mind being in my house in LA, right, a backyard that you can just sort of walk outside to and feel safe, but still outdoors. Yeah, um, I mean, like, couldn't you theoretically too? Just like you could go to Griffith Park and go on a hike, couldn't you?
1: Yeah, except that's a big problem now in LA. They've removed every type of recreational activity, so like, you're not supposed to go to the suit, uh, the mall. You're not supposed to go to a movie theater. I'm not supposed to play basketball. So now. Every hiking trail is like overcrowded and now it's getting to the point where they might have to shut those down because, you know, it's hard to be six feet apart when uh five million people are on the same hiking trail.
0: I mean, that's what the parks look like in New York. And then I just like, I see my friends that still live in Connecticut, just like hiking at Sleeping Giant. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they can still do that.
1: A lot of people are leaving the city. Yeah,
0: I actually I'm leaving the city next week. Oh,
1: really? For for the foreseeable future?
0: Um. I guess indefinitely, but probably not that long. I got a place upstate.
1: Whoa, Airbnb style? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Do you have a an end date I, or are you like uh Yeah, just keep it open for me. Run the tab. There
0: so the the person who's housed it is, I've, I contacted so many people on Airbnb cuz like some people are staying in their houses. Some people are um not allowing people from New York City to stay in their houses. Of course. Uh some people are you know, like, they had somebody in there yesterday, and I'm like, I don't want to stay there either. Yeah. Uh, so I contacted a whole bunch of places, and this this person is, like, basically hasn't opened the rest for, like, the next uh, two months. Uh, so I'm going to, if, if it's, like, good for Jill and I, uh, just keep on extending.
1: Wow, and just have your
0: own. I mean, you don't have a dog. You don't have a baby. You can go anywhere. Yeah, I'm... I'm very much looking forward to getting out of the city. It's funny because, like, uh, I think through this process, I've realized that, like, nature and the suburbs and space is in my DNA. And New York City is in Jill's DNA. Like, the idea of leaving the city is very comforting to me and scary for her. <laughs>
1: and vice versa.
0: Yeah. When she, when things are going to shit, she's like, all right, we have to, like, hunker down in New York City like i that's not my instinct
1: Uh, (laughs) yeah in theory you want to be around millions of people
0: yeah i mean i guess it's it's just funny uh but that's why we're taking a a sabbatical upstate and if it works we'll stay (laughs) forever Uh, hope so (laughs) yeah we'll never come back are you happy that you is there any place that you would rather be like aside from your house or do you feel comfortable and safe there
1: no i feel comfortable this is like a good mix of suburbs and city so like i have my own space and then i can also walk to a supermarket if necessary that's great um remember last week when i I was talking to you and marty and we're like all right let's all guess when we'll be back in the office like normal again and uh marty said one week (laughs) or two weeks one week from now
0: that was very hopeful what did i say april 15th i think Mm, that's starting to look unlike i said august 1st wow I guess I st- I definitely don't, I don't think, I still don't think it's going to be August 1st. You think before? Did you, you, you mean back to the office or back to normal? Uh, people working
1: in offices again. Hmm.
0: I think that'll, st- I think it'll happen in May. That's nice. It's nice to imagine, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're already sort of receding back to a, a slightly more normal life. I don't know if, uh, at the very least, quarantining feels less... Uh, uncertain and daunting to me i'm like oh now i have a new quarantine routine instead of a going to work routine hmm.
0: i don't think i have that yet what is your quarantining routine i'm just less it sounds like i mean you wake up a you fresh horror twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> i wake up in a
1: black hole but then i can go for a walk yeah do you have any outdoor time
0: uh yeah i i go on a bike ride every day oh that's good yeah that's helpful my
1: routine is It's basically a a rotation of walk, social media, and now I got a uh, Nintendo Switch.
0: So you're gaming? I'm...
1: Officially a gamer now.
0: Are you playing new games or are you playing your old games that you used to play?
1: I'm playing, as of now, old games and then new versions of old games. So I'll play Tecmo Bowl, which is a football game on Nintendo, in my bed, and it's sort of zen because I'm not on my phone. I'm playing an old football game. That's nice. Then I'll play Tetris 99, which is a game, you know, Tetris we've all played before, but it throws you in a room with 98 other people all playing Tetris against each other. And as people get eliminated, wow. you move up. So you, you know, you're trying to get into like the top 20. And then as soon as that ends, it just throws you in another room. There's so many people playing Tetris 99. That's cool. And then yesterday, I signed online and Bobby Lamb, you know, shout out oh, to yeah. Bobby, our old DP from Lonely and Horny, when people could hang out together.
0: Bobbins. He
1: was on his Nintendo Switch, so I was playing like old Nintendo games against him.
0: Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. it's it's nice to yeah it's nice to see a familiar face that, i went i had a, i had a booked social calendar yesterday yeah with zoom parties like i had two birthday parties and then jill's friends just like got together for like a drink around nine thirty. that's
1: definitely happening happening now like there's there's a new world order happening, and Zoom parties are starting to lead the lead the trail. Lead the fight. Zoom is taking and over. I didn't realize. Like I was in the Amanda Ferry Zoom party, and there was like thirty people in there all video chatting. It worked relatively well. Oh, you were? The, I was there. Yeah, I was there from like uh, maybe nine to ten East Coast time.
0: Oh yeah. East, wait, that's what? Oh, I guess actually, I left just before nine. I had another party to get to. <laughs>
1: it's kind of it's, it's sad of course because everyone is at home fearing death but it's also kind of like you know there are, you can see that there are some advantages to a regular party you don't have to get dressed you don't have to shower you don't have to travel you can drink in the comfort
0: of your own home if you want yeah, it's true. It's it's really it's kind of uh grim, but that's like a, a perfectly acceptable future, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it's a little dystopian, but at the same time, once we can all hang out in, with each other again in 18 months once the vaccine has arrived, maybe Jesus, a maybe months. a Zoom party is not a bad idea every once yeah, in a
0: while. Yeah, it's it is kind of fun. If the only thing you you that I think that it needs is like the ability to like uh to like separate into some one-on-one combos. well there is you know? a
1: there's private dming features right
0: but that i you know like in the old chat rooms how you would like you'd be in the public chat and then you'd like some you could like go private with someone yeah if you needed cool. to cyber yeah yeah That's that's basically what i want zoom to be <laughs> i want to be able to be at like a 30 person zoom party and then like you can like click on somebody they could click on you and it's it's almost like tinder right So then you can, you've been right swiped to someone uh, to go chat privately with them. Oh, that's cool. And you don't have to do like mutual masturbation, but you could if you wanted to and they wanted to.
1: Yeah, I noticed when I arrived to the uh, Zoom party, everyone was still reeling from your suggestion that everyone starts mutually masturbating. (laughs) I said if everyone wanted to. (laughs) Yeah but nobody and then I announced to. that I had wanted... yeah right exactly <laughs> unfortunately i'm going to try playing poker tonight against my friends virtually as well so like apps wow. are starting to develop or maybe they've already been here but now that's like this is their time to shine where anything right. you would have done in the real world can be digitized and put online yeah
0: which i think is good for humanity and we need it right now but it is like there's there's a hint of sadness to all of it for me yeah it's a black mirror like, episode yeah, the fact that we're doing all this, like, oh, you can like do this on Instagram Live. We can, and and you know what? People should follow Headgum on Instagram because we're doing cool shit like that. You baked a loaf uh, of so, banana
1: bread while I read you the recipe.
0: That's right. You and I went live together. Uh, you you gave me the recipe. I made the banana bread. It was delicious, by the way. Thank you. Uh, it was great. Um, so we're doing cool stuff like that. But there's there's just like a, a tiny little hole in my heart for for like you know this stuff has to exist because because like all of uh the joy of our old life has been taken away that's right and this is again week one yeah but it's so it's necessary and good but it's born of bad news um yeah have you been that's uh, all
1: (laughs) i know you're not one to like drink by yourself but have you been drunk since the apocalypse
0: uh yeah i guess so i'm trying to think yeah i in the
1: zoom party people were like drinking and you know hanging out and i'm like i don't want to drink by myself
0: that's not me yeah i don't think i i know some people that have like basically been like getting trashed and i don't have any interest in doing that but i think that like having uh having a beer at the end of the day is a really nice feeling yeah it's helped Yeah,
1: but I wonder if people, like, would you say you've led a healthier life
0: since the quarantine
1: or a a less healthy life?
0: Definitely healthier. Isn't that interesting? Would you say you led a less healthy or healthier? Uh,
1: Maybe slightly healthier, especially in terms of, like, cooking at home, like, a much more efficient, uh, where I'm, like, waking up, making breakfast, occasionally making lunch, making dinner. Of course, I say making with a grain of salt because some of it is just frozen dinners, but... I'm definitely not like right. ordering fucking chipotle post made, yeah,
0: I think that's I mean all of our food has been home cooked and like really delicious good good food,
1: yeah, we I'm uh, definitely saving money,
0: yeah, it's, it's definitely saving money, uh of course the, the um like uh society's on the brink of collapse and like we might not have any money, et cetera, et cetera, yeah, but yeah saving in terms of uh, just like, yeah, what I usually spend on like a delivery fee. Right. I'm not doing that. That's nice.
1: Although I am, I'm not, I don't find myself, even though with all I have, like all this free time, I'm not consumed with being productive. I find it hard to like, not that I'm trying to, but like, I don't think I right now I could hunker down and write a screenplay.
0: Yeah, I think that's, this is one of the things I've been struggling with because like, it feels like there's, almost, like, a pressure on creative people in general to, like, don't slow down, like, keep up with your output. There's all these different avenues that are open to you now. Um, But I'm like, I don't have very much motivation because I'm a little sad. I'm mourning mourning the world as we knew it before this. Yeah, Uh, And thankfully, I haven't even, like, had any tragedies in my life like you know anybody that i that i know having corona or like being sick from it i mean it's sad how many people are struggling and dying and stuff um but like it hasn't directly affected me aside from just like i can't live my life like i used to yeah but still it makes it makes it so i'm not like eager to work on that screenplay i've never had the time for yeah i've got got the time and not the heart i'm not
1: i'm not carefree enough to create a ton of content yet
0: yeah but i am i've been thinking about like kind of like writing out a schedule and like trying to be as intentional as i possibly can about like my mood i'm not i don't know exactly how to fix it but waiting for it to get better uh is is not really effective
1: i'm my like attention span is warped to the point where like i tried reading a book not even a novel but like short stories george saunders short stories that avital was reading i'm like every four sentences i'm thinking about coronavirus like i'm not taking any of this in
0: (laughs) have you you're exercising right
1: uh only the walks i'm not like sprinting or doing push-ups and stuff
0: i think that like physical exertion has definitely helped me a little bit it i mean it even doing something like yoga, where you're like in a minute long plank or something uh that that makes it so you can't really think about coronavirus that's nice, yeah,
1: and the video games help, but of course that's not physical,
0: yeah, you could get those there's something called a ring fit, isn't there that it's like a video game fitness thing,
1: yeah, Jeff was saying that there's like some video game way of staying active as well, yeah, I
0: think Caldwell's been using his
1: um. All right, why don't we take a break and maybe even answer some questions.
0: Remember that? Sure, shit. I hope I I I remember how. Yeah,
1: let's thank some sponsors, and we'll be back right after these. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show.
0: Oh, yeah, baby.
1: Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas what they just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door major you park your ass on an all form don't you you got one of those yeah they sent me a sofa a couch and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy it was firm but okay. fair it was fancy and great and it came in boxes and i assembled it myself in less than an hour good on you brother it was all done with fast free shipping and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you. And it just doesn't take that much effort or time.
0: That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a
1: forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you.
0: Allform.com slash if I were
1: you. Yeah, and that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out you can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you
0: know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true.
1: How's that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you.
0: Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress. So she can have a soft and I can have a firm.
1: Oh very nice. And that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right?
0: It was yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight. But we were going
1: through other shit.
0: <laughs> we had other shit
1: Helix sleep was it wasn't just yeah, okay it was awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too
0: yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all
1: right sure you just go to helix yeah no yeah right. just go to helixsleepcom slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and- <laughs> some people
0: are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah
1: they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good.
0: Whoa, that's huge.
1: To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, com slash if I were you for up to $200 off.
0: Damn. Thank you, Helix. And we're back. Amir, do you remember when you and Ben said that I didn't know a doctor named Presley? Yeah. Well, guess who's on the phone? We've got Dr. Presley. (laughs) Hey, Jake. Hey, Doc. Oh, my God. That's right. Proof that I know a doctor. Uh, And you, uh, since, Amir, you're having more of a public freakout than I am, I thought it might be helpful for you to talk to Dr. Presley about some of your concerns.
1: Yeah, is it okay if I ask you some questions, Dr. Presley?
2: I'm not sure what your public freakout has been, but what are you scared of?
1: Okay, I'm scared of two things. One, a loved one of mine getting sick. Yeah. Two. So many people needing ventilators and New York City not having enough, and then every hospitalization case after that tipping point becoming a catastrophe.
2: I would, I would say that I'm scared
1: of those two things, too. Do you work in an ER? Can Do you know how exactly how crowded things are getting over there? So
2: I work in a ch- uh, children's hospital, and when I work in an ER, it's a children's specific ER. So I can't speak to how crowded the adult hospitals are, um, but I... I, I know it's pretty overwhelming to be an adult doctor right now. We're going to need those beds, Presley.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> Send the kids home.
2: They actually are <laughs> taking up a lot of the space in the children's hospital and turning them into adult ICU beds.
1: Yeah, are the, are the beds themselves smaller? Is that the difference?
2: No. They have some cribs, but um, otherwise they're the same as hospital beds. For We're
0: going to need the cribs. We're going to need the cribs, too. <laughs> you're
2: going uh, to need
1: them. Exactly how crowded does it feel there already?
2: We have we have beds in the hallways.
1: Um, Sorry, hallways is in like you're walking down the hallway to get from room to room, but there are beds throughout
0: it. now? Oh God!
2: Yeah,
1: got it.
0: See, okay, Presley, can I? I called you to to help uh help make us feel better. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's cool it with the beds in the hallway stuff. All right. <laughs> I need you to start lying to us. I'm
1: going to hang up on you you call back and tell me the exact opposite of what's happening.
2: I don't think I'm going to make Amir feel much better today.
1: Um, New York City is kind of the epicenter now of COVID-positive test cases. Is it because it's actually that much further ahead than every city, or is New York City testing more people than ever before?
2: New York City has ramped up its testing in a big way over the course of the past two weeks um we now i read something that we're now able to test about the same amount as south korea has been testing um which is cool phenomenal good news it was it was where we were just testing like 100 a day up until like middle of last week and that was not productive and did not really give us a sense of how many people were sick
1: and now i see within the last 24 hours five thousand. uh, t- positive test cases out of new york city yeah
0: in one day
2: yeah and it's probably gonna like it'll continue climbing as we are able to to do more testing how and- close
0: are we to like worst case scenario worst case scenario is not enough beds not enough ventilators we're like sending people home to die right
2: i don't i don't think you have to go home to die you just you just can't stay here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah uh i think we're i think we're close i think we are close
1: and the numbers are still going up and up because you know the quarantine hasn't quite kicked in yet everything's on like a five to seven day delay right
2: yeah yeah the numbers are going to go up for a little bit from here
1: do you uh advise against takeout
2: no i got taken out yesterday how is that safe you don't there's like an option now on doordash where you they leave it outside the door like they bring it inside but Inside the building, but leave it outside the door so you don't have any like face time with that person, so there's no chance of like uh, an exchange of droplets or even like uh, touching each other, like an exchange of any kind of fomite.
0: That's nice,
2: yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know what a fomite is?
0: Yeah, of course. I know. Oh, Amir doesn't, so why don't you tell? Sorry, <laughs> sorry about him personally. Um, you tell him what a fomite is.
2: A fomite is something that is like a surface, a necktie, something that is not living that can carry a disease.
1: Right. So if somebody has corona and is delivering food in a plastic bag that says have a nice day, that fomite's going to live on the plastic?
2: The the plastic would be the fomite.
1: Yeah. I see. So the virus lives on the fomite.
2: Yeah.
0: How long can it live on a fomite versus a hard surface?
2: So uh, the hard surface can be a fomite. <laughs> oh, I see.
0: <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Wrong. Wrong. I think you guys I know, get it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, so totally. you're saying that I'm the fomite and I can actually
1: yes. sneeze onto a tabletop or a counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I got one more one more medical question. I see basketball (laughs) players and they're like, I don't have any symptoms yet. Yeah. Is it possible to go through the entire coronavirus um, experience without ever experiencing symptoms or they just haven't experienced it yet, but it's definitely coming?
2: It is possible to have it without experiencing symptoms. Yeah.
1: The entire disease, Um, soup to nuts, I had it, I lost it, and I can't get it again.
2: Yes, it is possible. No symptoms. It is more likely for that kind of uh, disease course to happen in kids thank God, um, for me as a pediatrician. Um, yeah, wow. But uh, there, I think there was a study out of Wuhan um, looking at the children, anyone who was less than 18 who was positive. Um, and 15, I think 15 to 18% of them were asymptomatic throughout their wow. course.
0: And so for testing, is it possible to take a test that says whether or not you had it before? Because that'd be kind of convenient, wouldn't it be?
2: It would be. We don't have that right now.
0: Is that a possibility? Could we ever have that?
2: We could, but I don't know what the like function of it would be, except for that it would be nice to know.
0: Yeah. yeah it'd be great for me to know. And then I could go ahead. Have... Although, do we know if you can get it twice?
2: You you probably cannot get it twice. Um, you probably, if you have like an intact immune system, you you develop a resistance to getting it again, this exact strain.
1: Wow. When can we expect yes. COVID-20 to drop? I'm already
0: over 19. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, that's a good question. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that new strain way.
2: I hope there's not a COVID-20. If it is, it might be a must cop.
0: What about that idea that like young people could like go out and get it so they can so we can like have it be done with it, be immune and then not worry.
2: Yeah. Um it's just not you're you're not really able to control it in that way. There's no way to like give it to someone. Um, and it's also still not that smart because people have been getting pretty sick. Um, 30 and 40 year olds have intubated and died. Right, even
0: healthy people.
2: And you don't like any, if, if we were just like, it's okay for 20 to 30 year olds to just go out and get it. They could still then not go out and participate in normal society because those people have grandparents and those people have neighbors that are older than 65 or have like cancer and are immunosuppressed, et cetera. So it's still like better for us to limit exposure for the greater good.
0: How long do you think we're going to have to be social distancing and self-isolating and stuff? Here,
1: I'll throw out things at you. I'll throw out some things at you that I'm looking forward to. And you tell me, when do you think I'll be able to do that again? Let's start with
0: hugging my mother. <laughs> Um, keep in mind, he's never hugged her before. (laughs)
2: Um, if you, if you self-isolated with your mother and both of you remained asymptomatic and didn't touch or interact with other people for two weeks, I'd say you could hug her all you wanted. All
1: right, cool. After Number that. Um a birthday party with thirty people in a room.
2: I don't know. My husband who is not a doctor is waving four months in like with his fingers at <laughs> <in> me.
0: <laughs> Thanks, um, Pat. <laughs> this is like Price is right.
1: <laughs> higher, lower,
0: higher. Let's get Pat on the show. <laughs> all right, a
1: baseball game, thirty eight thousand people at Yankee Stadium. Watching Derek Jeter at bat. Guys, like the Bronx Bombers. I don't know, but I'm
2: horribly disappointed about this because we get free Yankees tickets from my hospital, and it's a real downer.
1: Yeah. Is there a world where that's not happening this summer?
2: Uh, yeah.
1: Um... And then we hear, I've been reading about multiple curves, like, yeah, we can slow down this curve, but it'll just come back again once everyone starts hanging out again. Like, we want people to ramp back up in May, so by August, we got another curve. Everyone go back to your houses.
2: Yeah, I mean, so the, like, Spanish flu of 1918 had this, like, sort of biphasic, um, uh epidemic where it was like bad in the spring of 1918 and then bad again the next fall winter but it like kind of had a period of time where it regressed um and that could that could happen again for sure would
0: that be because of the fomoids or uh you have
2: forgotten what that word was already of course (laughs) (laughs)
1: This is, this is a bad sign when jake has i have to start homeschooling jake today this is a terrible thing.
2: um no that's more be, like it's because like a low level of people still have it and it like has a resurgence of like because that's why viruses in general have a spike in um the winter when we all go inside and start hanging out with each other more
1: yeah inside yeah i see that um okay um we got, actually got an email from a a listener cool. that I thought maybe you can help us answer. Can I read this email? Ooh,
2: yeah.
0: Presley's yeah. gonna have to give him a name.
1: Yeah, a fake a fake dude's name.
2: Um, Sebastian. That's my cat's name.
1: That's cool.
0: Nice. Hey, fellas.
1: Sebastian here. My girlfriend and I are completely separated during the quarantining of COVID nineteen. Oh, she just told me she's worried she's going to lose interest in me and will want to break up since we can't see each other indefinitely. What the fuck? Am I right? Wow! Is this all it takes to completely botch a relationship? We've been dating for over a year, and things have been pretty good for the most part.
2: <laughs> this is—is is this just an
1: excuse she's using to get out of the relationship? What should I do? How can I see her again in a healthy way? Love y'all and stay safe, Sebastian. This
2: actually does feel like it's more in y'all's wheelhouse. It's—it feels more that there's an issue with their relationship than a COVID <laughs> <Yeah>. problem. <laughs>
1: but imagine, yeah, I think. <laughs> Imagine, um, a couple just starts dating, Mm -hmm. uh, at what point can they start hanging out again? And is it, does it have to be like, all right, if we're hanging out again, we're living together and we can't ever go outside. So
2: I did, I told Jake this and he did not like it and he probably won't want me to say it on your podcast. Um, (laughs) but I was reading a, like a Q and a from a medical ethicist and they said not to have sex or kiss your partner, even if you're like a live in, if, even if it's a live in partner, Wow, I don't think that that's hugely realistic. Um, Tell
0: that to my wife. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> it's not a problem for me.
2: <laughs> um, but if it's like a, if this is a casual partner, I mean, it doesn't sound like that's this is what Sebastian's issue is. That truly sounds like he might have a, um, a separate issue. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I wouldn't even say uh, might. <laughs> Your girlfriend doesn't like you, Sebastian. Anyway, go on.
2: Um, but like, if you are in a relationship with someone who you haven't seen very much or you don't know very well or you don't live with i i think you have now's the time to like start i don't know having phone sex or like
0: whoa talk really hot (laughs) easy
2: Um, But yeah, I don't think that this is, I don't think this is a good time to like come over for a casual hookup.
1: Yeah. I bet booty calls are going down considerably.
2: Or are
0: they going up because people are irrationally horny and they're on Bumble looking for their Corona hookup?
2: I don't know. In the not like, that that's a
0: good thing to do, Presley. I, I'm not advising it. Obviously, Doctor. But you
2: still can do like, st- like get on Zoom. Yeah, I imagine that's what Zoom is for, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's why they call it making Zoom Zoom. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh,
1: Jake, do you think she's just using this as an excuse?
0: Um, yeah, I think I think uh, not being able to, or or it might also be like. Uh, feeling vulnerable, vulnerable in their own way sometimes people no. say their project their fears so you will alleviate them so they'll say I think I would lose interest in you because maybe she's thinking uh, he might lose interest in me and she just wants to be reassured uh so that's a that's a possibility
1: i would say this is a great excuse to get out of any like half relationship you're in it's like hey i literally Mm -hmm. the surgeon general says i can't see you i don't know what you want me to say babe
0: (laughs) well we can have zoom sex dr (laughs) presley said it. what's the point
1: (laughs) yeah this uh this epidemic is a great excuse to like Force a relationship where you are on mm-hmm. the fence, or force you to break up with someone.
0: Yeah, so you can use that as the as the silver lining here for sure. Um, also, Presley, you've uh, you've repeatedly scolded me over text for um, uh, um, sort of uh, not using condoms and stuff. So, mm-hmm. if you'd want to make a public statement about uh, safe <laughs> sex, now's <is> your chance. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I think that safe sex is hugely important. Um, you have, I imagine, I don't know, what is y'all's demographic? Do you have like numbers on the ages that listen to you?
0: It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's mostly 14 uh, year old, uh, boys in Hebrew school.
2: Yeah. I, I just, sometimes I've heard you guys like sort of, um, imply that condom that things can be better without condoms
0: you guys um, you guys <laughs> imp- imply i've said that I've, I've said it verbatim
2: no yeah you have um and it's just not worth it like no one it, They're. you know HIV is very much alive still, and um, other diseases also are not fun, including syphilis, chlamydia, and gonorrhea. And I would highly recommend condom use. I agree.
1: I agree with the doctor.
0: And I, and I will agree to disagree, but everyone obviously shouldn't listen to me listen to the doctor.
1: Okay, doctor, I got one last question for you. Yeah. Uh, have you heard the theory of, like, we might as well just fucking do what we're going to do, keep everything open. People will die, but that's better than the economy, like, being crippled. Um, Interesting. That sounds insane to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess you—that's like an ethical kind of like how much do you value like human life? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but this, you know, the the economic impact also is huge on human life too. Like, that's not—they're both. It's it's horrible in so so many ways. But the problem here is that hospitals are already operating at maximum capacity and that's going to affect people that have COVID-19 in addition to people who have any other medical problem that needs uh, a uh, as well.
1: Yeah. I forgot about like actual shit. Like imagine going to a dermatologist right now. <laughs>
0: like what if you had eczema? <laughs> you are.
2: Nobody's, no, nobody's doing that. I, well,
0: they, they, uh, they disallowed uh, th- or they like ended elective surgery yeah. in New York. Yeah. I was also, I was chopping, I was chopping lettuce today and I like almost sliced my finger and I was like, hmm. That would have been really bad. Yeah, uh, because... Me going to an emergency room with a cut finger right now. That seems impossible.
1: It really stings, doc. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I have a boo-boo doc.
2: <laughs> this freaking kill. Yeah. They're like, you know, they canceled like, uh, one of the big things in the children's hospital, they canceled like tonsillectomies. Um, but they're still doing like other, like kids are still coming in for chemo and kids with heart transplants are in the hospital. And, it's, Ugh. yeah, it's not a, it's, you don't want those kids to not have access to the care that they need.
0: Yeah. They need the beds too. Consider
2: Yeah, you need the beds. We're fucked. Um, but fortunately, there's a 1,000 person ship coming our way.
1: Ooh. Every governor is uh, <laughs> pumping the numbers trying to get that ship. <laughs> yeah. The governor of California is like, yeah, 56% of Californians might get it. So uh,
0: can we get the ship? <laughs> we want the boat. <laughs> I want the cruise, (laughs) the booze cruise.
2: Um, I will say if you guys like if people are listening and wondering what they can do, um, I would donate to a food bank. um, because, like we were talking about with the economic implications. A lot of people need food more than they and have less access to it than they did previously. Yep. Um, And if you are healthy and you are able, I would donate blood products because there are no longer um, blood drives at schools and churches like there used to be. And we are at a critical shortage.
1: How do I donate blood right now? Isn't that dangerous?
2: You you there are clinics Um, you can Google. So there's uh, the New York blood bank. Hold on. Let me Google it. really.
1: Sorry, we're out of time. (laughs) Okay.
2: uh the new york blood center would be the place to look and you can put in your zip code and if it's somewhere that's walking distance i think it's still i think that is something that is worthy to go out of your house for. very good unsolicited
0: advice indeed very nice. sorry
2: i wanted to put it in
1: mine was about wearing scarves <laughs> all right one last silly question to end it on a okay. funny note sorry
0: <laughs> it's, yeah it's all your fault presley if
1: i wanted to get coronavirus in the next 24 hours do you think i could and how would you recommend i do it
2: i would go to any random adult emergency room
1: okay (laughs) done
2: not wear definitely don't wear a mask (laughs) nice um don't wear protective eye gear done um Sit yourself next to the sickest looking person who's coughing and having difficulty breathing and get next to them while they're in, while they're getting intubated.
1: <laughs> Will they let me do that on a whim? No,
2: no, it would be tough. But if you were committed, that would, that's what I would do.
1: All right, cool. Because I made a bet with Jake before you got on that I can get it in the mm. next 24 hours. I was
0: going to go find a fomoid and just fucking lick it.
2: <laughs> What's that word again? Fomite.
0: It is fomite. Yeah, fomite. A non-living surface. <laughs>
2: yeah
0: uh all right thank you presley for coming on the show
2: guys thanks for listening to me i'm sorry i was a little bit of a downer
0: hey when this is all over we're gonna call you again and we'll uh we'll just do like uh sex and std questions
2: well but then we are gonna be having like zoom sex and you don't even need to use a condom for that
0: cool so it's just gonna be like zoom sex advice relationship questions so it won't even be medical advice actually nope perfect (laughs) can't
1: fucking wait
0: the future is here. Uh, we got a closing theme song from Hunter
1: McCoyd in Central Florida. So thanks to Hunter for your theme song. Thanks to, uh, God, I already forget the name of the original theme songer. Do you remember his name, Jake?
0: No fucking clue, man. Jordan Holmes. Nice. Jordan
1: Holmes. Uh, and thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back as soon as possible. We're making stuff on the HeadGum Instagram account, um, live streams, and trying to keep people as entertained as possible while we quarantine ourselves. That's right. Stay
0: safe. Stay home, we'll be back soon Use condoms, folks <laughs> If
2: I were you, this is what I do Ask them a question and you will get the truth Amir, you're a milf and Jake, you're a doom. I guess I'll let you cowards start the episode soon
0: That was a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Hey,
2: I'm Finn Wolfhart,
1: And I'm Billy Brick, and welcome to Lackluster Video.
2: Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us. Two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies.
1: Each week, we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest.
2: We're watching movies from every genre. From micro-budget Japanese zombie movies. To
1: Aaron Sorkin's
2: award winners. To Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions.
1: For example, if I gave Finn a
0: sci-fi movie called 2038 Rapture, starring Demi Lovato and Sean Combs, he would say it's...
2: Demi Lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world, as Sean Combs plays his producer. Uh, And they they have to do this in order to beat, beat it, beat beat the aliens. It's not my best, but, you know, whatever.
1: (laughs) That's the game. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So to become a member of Lackluster Video,
2: all you have to do is subscribe.